congratulations. You found it. The most inappropriate book club you never knew you were missing. Starring the original book divas, Martha Steele, Vonnie Golden, and special guest, Alyssa Mann, Kayla Saxon, Jessica Butcher. These people are passionate about books, maybe a little too passionate. Plotting world domination, one book at a time, they are three book girls. Lubbock in the house. Woo! We got a big Texas contingent today. We do. It's because they wanted to get away from OU Texas. Way to bring the room down, Mike. Down. Don't be political, Mike. Go sports ball. <laughs> I didn't realize anybody in here was into that. The one thing you're going to notice in this room is that all of these people are just like you. They all love books just as much as you do. Do not put me so, in that category. So what I was going to say is be sure to spend the off moments when we're not yabbering. Yeah, yabbering? Yammering? Yammering. To speak to your neighbors about books because that's why we're here. So we can all be book friends. Okay. You, sh you should not say that in front of the convict. I had to take my pants off earlier, Mike. I stole. I'm not a rapist. <laughs> <laughs> Stanley, that stole stuff. You didn't do that. Stanley was also well, 12. That necessarily. <laughs> Does he look 12 to you? He has a full beard. Hey, it can happen. Hormones in the food. <laughs> it can happen. <laughs> it's all those onions. If you actually read holes, then you would get holes. that. Yes. Did you read holes? Yes. Like three times in my life. Did you watch the movie three times or you read the book? No, I read the book in middle school, in high school, in high school, when I was feeling really sad about being a college like <laughs> student and I wanted to go back to regular reading. <laughs> like, like I didn't want to be on college level. Branch out. Okay, you're... It's it is really good. But it's yeah, the best book-to-movie adaptation I've ever seen. Really? That is? is. Yes. I have to give it it's pretty much page for page. Uh, hello and welcome to Full Circle Books. Looks like Jessica's got some in her glass over there. It looks kind of bloody. It's a soul. Thank you. <laughs> What's a soul? What's a soul? You're going to have... Oh, redheads. They it's have a ginger to, joke. They, they, we still souls. They have to steal souls. Oh. Keep up. Sorry, sorry, sorry. I, I mean, I didn't get that either, so I was like, <laughs> I don't get it. <laughs> okay, Thank so we, you. we kind I appreciate of have to... her. She's a Ravenclaw. She gets it. I'm <laughs> <laughs> so we kind of have to do our little introductions over again, because we did this for, for local and now for Facebook. In case you didn't know, I'm Galadriel from the Lord of the Rings, after she crosses the sea and gives up her immortality to become super old, and that would be me. Um, this is Bonnie from the Night Circus. No specific character. This is Kayla from Greece, which is not a book, but you know we're gonna let her have it. She's fine. I mean, it was a manuscript it. before it was a movie, so uh, I suppose. Yes, screenplay. Yes. I have the it script was a screenplay. Okay. <laughs> and I read it. And Alyssa is Medusa, so uh, please don't stare. Too long? It could be a bad thing. We know that's hard to do, but yeah. you know, I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. And if you look real closely at her forehead, she's got scales. She does. It's really it's pretty impressive. It's a berry. I know a guy who can help that out. And, <laughs> and Jessica is Miss Frizzle. Which I feel really from, from the magic knowing. school bus. She just killed her lizard. Her lizard. He's gone to the coffee cup. He keeps falling. What's the lizard's name? He's had too much to drink. That's a good question. Look it up. <laughs> I knew that was going to well, happen. She has absolutely no, no, no time tell for us. anybody. Um, also, welcome to the people who traveled to be with us today. Lubbock in the house. Woo! Houston. Amarillo. 
St. Louis. Woo. Oklahoma City. Woo. Thank you guys. Lawton. Appreciate you. You can come. Uh, yeah, Lawton. And then Tuttle, yeah. Tuttle. Jones. <laughs> Turn them we on, Jones. Did we forget anybody? Puerto Rico in the back? Anyone? <laughs> Anywhere? No, just me. Okay. But we did, we did forget to shout out our awesome baristas back there. Ms. Oh, Teresa. shout them hey. out! They're wonderful. Thank you, baristas and bartenders. They're part Ms. of the reason I'm sweating. Don and Miss Teresa are killing it back there. And we also didn't introduce Mike. Oh my gosh, Mike is the king of our universe over here. Puts everything together, keeps us in line. We went from, wow, Mike read a book, to he's the king of everything. He's the king of everything. I had to make up for being mean to you. I was elected no, I to lead, not to... <laughs> Anyways. Anyways. And shout out to Oklahoma Highway Patrol. Oh, yeah, real quick. Yes. Shout out to Oklahoma Highway Patrol for somehow letting that go. If you want more details, that's extra content for later. Fine. We really are doing a podcast. Yes. Wait, is that what we're here for? The trooper has to look it up on Facebook Live. <laughs> to find out there was a good reason for letting Kayla out of her ticket. Yeah, you have tonight. no idea how hard this was to muster up within 30 minutes either. Yeah. Like, we did not plan this at all. She was not even on her way here before. She called us and said, I need a favor. I hauled from Lawton. Dude, you got to pull something together. I'm trying to get out of something. <laughs> Slap some costumes on, hurry up! Guys, he's gonna find me after this if we don't do it, okay? okay. He wrote down my info. He was probably just trying to get a date. He was married. Oh, I mean, she checked! How do you know that? <laughs> the ring, homie. And even then, this is 2019, that don't ever matter. It's Tan like the first lines thing or you nothing. ask the cop when he pulls you over, say, um, you married? So? <laughs> is, that, is that what you say next after that? How you doing? They call me home wrecker. <laughs> Can't you tell by the grease costume? <laughs> Why did you let me in here? What is, what's going on? She gets out the car, and then she drops her keys, and he sees the back tattoo, and he goes, oh, yeah. Grease lightning. You do the vengeance now. Grease lightning. And I get out the car. Can you imagine I that I employed that you're not going to believe where I'm really going, <laughs> but it's really true. I know, and Mike read a book, We Have to Go. We have to get there. Oh, my God. Hell hath literally froze over yeah, that's why I was going so fast. I couldn't, I couldn't, I couldn't break too quickly. You know, it was frozen. Okay. Hey, this is your, this is your game. Thank right you, here. baby. I'm just here. <laughs> Thank you. I'm here to warm them up. Get them going. You guys, make some noise or something. <laughs> that was a lot easier than I thought it was going to be. Actually, doing stuff. <laughs> man. So as you know, it is October, and during the month of October, the three book girls tend to delve into the darkness that exists in our bookshelves. <laughs> My dad texted me the name of the lizard. I told oh, you. Really? See, That's I shouted it out. I said, why don't you have your dad tell us? It's Liz. Boom, he came Liz, through. Liz, Liz, yeah, I thought it was Liz, and I, I didn't Sean. want to be wrong. Thank you, Sean. <laughs> I love you, Dad. <laughs> now she's six shades of red instead of just five. That It wouldn't be a podcast if I didn't turn red. It's That's a rule. very, very true. <clears throat> it's in our contract, actually. Literally. There's no royalties Well, Jessica, we you know what it means that you're sitting in that seat, don't you? I have to do the giveaways, which is a... Why did that responsibility fall on me? Because you sat in the chair. It's a bad idea. And because it's easiest for you. You to have to go them. first. Yep. I have to go <gasps> first? I never go first. Bonnie always goes first. 
You're on the end. Well, Rude. I don't read books. Here we are. <laughs> Mike, you go first. Here we are. Everything Can we make is Mike go first? No, I should definitely go last, okay? I mean, <laughs> we don't want to warm it up with me, but I promise. I don't think we should just jump into the Guide for Murdered Children first. I feel like that's a bad idea. Oh. Is that a bad way to go? There hey, are kids we don't, we don't right have now. to go. It's not late enough. Hey, we don't have to go in order. Vani can actually go first. We didn't first. tell you what to read, okay? You did that. It was dark. That was you. I had nightmares. Do you want to so go I'm first? going first? Yeah. Okay, we're going to just you. dive right in and, and get some uh, reviews out of the way so we can talk books. Okay, so I chose in a well-known book and movie called The Shining by Woo! Stephen King. Um, one of the reasons why I read this book is because I watched the movie, and the movie just wasn't that scary to me. I just didn't understand. It was weird <laughs> and confusing, but I didn't quite understand all the points of it, I guess. Maybe I needed to watch closer. I don't know. That's from the movie? What kind of child movie did you The original movie? I watched the movie and it just, it was like, okay, it's a lot of music. Jack Nicholson being weird. I don't understand. There's nothing weirder than Jack Nicholson with an axe. I mean, it's a, I just expected more. I don't know. So anyways, this book gave me exactly what I wanted because the book was freaking awesomely scary. And anyone who has never watched the movie or read the book what it is is there is a family that goes to the Outlook Hotel to kind of like watch the hotel and keep everything going over the winter months. Now the Outlook Hotel is in the Colorado Rockies, so when it starts snowing and everything, it's you're in the hotel. You're not going anywhere. So that's what they go there to do. And after they do, you kind of find out this history that this hotel has and things that bad things that have happened in this hotel that kind of starts haunting the family and then you also find out kind of a history of the family like the the husband is fighting alcoholism and the son has this like sixth sense that they call the shining that he can kind of like read minds he knows what people are thinking so, like, when his mom and dad are having problems and they're, you know, thinking about separating or whatever, he knows about it even though they never tell him about it. It's just that kind of plays into the whole story also. And the haunting of the hotel goes through the little boy a lot, I felt like. But it's, <clears throat> it's a really good book and super scary. There's lots of fun, haunted things that happen, like um, shrubbery that follows you. Kind of like the weeping angels in Doctor Who. Like, you look over, and they're different than what they were. I, it's super creepy. The book is super <laughs> creepy. I was going to say, I didn't remember that part. Oh, yeah. That was, like, one of the most terrible. We were talking about that in the car. It's, like, the most terrifying thing of this book is these freaking brushes that chase you, and you never see them attacking you. It's insane. Vani, I applaud you for reading this because my bookmark is still in the same place from... (laughs) Four years ago. Oh, really? Because <laughs> I could not get through it. It was, it was quite dark. I kind of have a love-hate relationship with Stephen King. I either really love his books, or I just do not like them at all. And this is definitely one that I did like for sure. I would say that if you like Stephen King and you have not read this book, read it because it is so much better than the movie. So much better. So much freakier. So much scarier. So much will give you nightmares. 
Gulab makes me want to read it again now. Oh, it's the moving so, topiaries it. are really scary. It doesn't. If you haven't read it, it doesn't sound scary. It yeah, because but it is. Means, like they're like bunny rabbits and stuff. But if you think about it, you look, you go outside, and like everything's covered in snow, and it's pretty, and you kind of see the outline of this rabbit topiary thing, and then you look over, and then there's no snow on it. You're like. What happened? And then you look over and it's in a different position. And you're like, wait a minute. That's that's not right. <laughs> What'd you compare it to in the car? The Weeping, the weeping Angels yeah, the weeping from angels. Doctor Who. Because, you know, yeah. it's, you know, don't close your eyes. Don't blink. Don't blink. Sorry, don't, don't blink. blink. Sorry. Don't blink. I think it would be really fun to, like, stay the night at a haunted hotel. I think fun. we just found a bucket list <laughs> item. Yeah. Haunted hotel. I think it would be great. I That's not going to be a podcast thing, though, right? <laughs> it's just yes. Yes. No, I'm not coming yes, you either. Have to it's come. Fine. We don't have to go. Kayla's a pussy. Yeah. Just us? Are you and Jessica? No, it's just the time? two of you. Uh. <laughs> well, okay. The rest okay. of us are scared. Excuse me. It's okay. I, I will go. We don't need y'all. We got some, well, we got some girlfriends over here. So... They have a bar? I have a picture we'll, in yeah, we'll go in. to the bar. Uh, <laughs> Jessica's in if there's a bar. <laughs> I, t- I took a well, selfie in that bar. Actually, this book's great. on my TBR because Joey reads it and puts it in the freezer on Friends. Yes. Uh-huh. <laughs> I Literally. That's why. Uh, and again, that was The Shining by Stephen King. Do you want me to go next, Kayla? I see your thumb. <laughs> She's like, not me. Screw this. See, She's not just doing the hand hair. jive. Like, Kayla's not pleased. She puts her eyes down like this. And she does subtle hand Listen, motions behind the table. Y'all can't you see. You went like 95 to get here, and now you're not even going to go. <laughs> what was the point? What are we doing? I wanted to show off my costume. We, we all Do the state trooper. We all broke away from what we were doing tonight so we could help you get out of a ticket. And, and then I all appreciate of a everybody. I mean, how long do you think the state trooper's going to listen? <laughs> he sees me. That's enough. <laughs> oh, she's there. Cool. Cool. There's that cute little girl in that grease outfit. <laughs> so uh, I'm going to assume, did anyone read The Monk? Because I'm going to assume no. The Monk. So this is The Monk by Matthew Lewis, and it is a gothic novel, and it was published in 1796. Wow. And it is one of the most bonkers books I have ever read in my entire life. There's a nun massacre. There's a monk. There's incest. There's murder. Game of Thrones? A little bit, (laughs) yeah. Um, Without this, Game of Thrones could not exist. There's a sorceress. There's the devil. This book has everything. (laughs) I'm here for it. It's like a soap opera, but from 1796. So this book starts out and it is mostly about the monk, and his name is Ambrosio, and he is one of the most famous people in Madrid. He's really well known for being an excellent speaker. He everyone wants to come and hear him give sermons on Sundays. I'll just be there for his name, Ambrosio. 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 So Ambrosio is, um, he's the best monk there ever was. He's the most stern. He follows all the rules. He's kind of a self-important jerk. Um, but you get to do that when you're the best. (laughs) Um, what? (laughs) 
My and favorite monk is Adrian Monk. <laughs> <laughs> oh so. my god, thank you for that reference. Thank you You're so welcome, very monk. much. That's my favorite monk too. So forget Ambrose. Adrian, Adrian Monk is pretty awesome. I always get made fun of for yeah. referencing anything visual. You guys are all about reading, and so thank you for making that. Well, she's constantly <laughs> making Friends references, so I you do. just go right ahead. Friends, The Office. And you'd think that she was the old one in the group. Oh, I know. No, I heard I'm the, Facebook the youngest. Thing. <laughs> I'm 23. Yeah, I don't get it. And I can't do the Facebook. <laughs> it just means... I'm locked out. <laughs> Literally locked out. For two months now. I can't she's been locked out. out of her Facebook like seven times in the past month, and she's back. Well, figure, can Every you help time. me? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Sorry, gonna... Facebook. I sent in my driver's license. <laughs> like, I don't know what else to do. She's going to send you an invoice <laughs> to get that done for you. It's a quote, a, a pre-quote. I have... I'll buy you... I have girl. one. Hello. So anyways, you were saying. Anyway, the monk. The monk. Not Adrian, but the monk. <laughs> the monk, Ambrosio. So um, he has a very close friend, and his name is Rosario, and he worships Ambrosio, which is a really attractive to Ambrosio, because he also thinks that he is the literal greatest thing that's ever happened. But come to find out really quickly, Rosario is not a novice monk. He's a woman. By the name of Matilda. And this is just twist number one, like 10 pages into this book. (laughs) Yeah, soap opera. Wow. (laughs) And Matilda, as it turns out, is in love with Ambrosio. But he's a monk. I know. And then also come to find out, Matilda is a sorceress. And she has been put on this earth to tempt Ambrosio to the devil. You know, this wow. isn't Martha's normal, like, genre. But How you doing, Martha? She's about it. She's about How it. How you doing? <laughs> That's a whole lot of stuff going on I'm, in that book. I'm gobsmacked. This is, like, right now. maybe 15, 20% into the book. There are a lot more twists and turns after this. I'm just so, like, it's not a love story. What's no, going it's on not. with you? It's not a love story in <laughs> Are you okay? Way. It's horrible. Months. I know, but like, are you okay? I figured it would be like a haunted house it with some sex. It was like a soap opera, so it was okay. <laughs> but what did they have in like the 1700s instead of soap? What was it? Uh, this. Well, I mean, this. it's kind of a romance if um, the sorcerer's in love with, uh, Matilda's in love with. And she is in love with him, and they do sleep together, which means that he is not in good standing with the church anymore because no, you can't defrocked. do that when you're a monk. Um, and the great thing about this book is his ultimate downfall uh, begins because he sees her boob. And that, <gasps> that's, that's it. Oh, his no. downward path starts, he sees her boob, and then it just goes <gasps> gradually downhill from him to the end of the book. Oh, it's a nip slip. It's a classic. <laughs> <laughs> he commits a murder. He sells his soul to the devil. So he All sounded for a little the boob. Bit, he sounded like this. <laughs> I like boobs. Yeah, he's really a 12-year-old boy. Like, Acne all over his face. <laughs> he ends up murdering his mother, having sex with his sister. He didn't know she was a sister. And then and then he murders her. I think you lost, lost the crowd on that last one. Whoa. In favor of moving right along. <laughs> Everybody else is like, swipe left, next book. <laughs> she was like, can I swipe right four times? Is this a, can I do that? Oh, my God. Um, this book, it is. So uh, what chapter did you decide that you were just going to go ahead and power Well, through? so I originally had to read this book for school. Oh, wow. really? What school? I read this in college. Wow. Cheater. College, college. you said I school. I thought I made up the nun massacre, um, but I didn't. 
She went back and read it again. Back and is read what it she's again. telling you right now. She's read it this twice. This is a book that just really sticks in your brain, and you Were never you forget Salem University? about it. <laughs> what, what is going on? Where were you at school? What school lets you? What? This was Westminster College in Fulton, Missouri, and that just that explains a lot. Wow, <laughs> it is old, yeah. so it's probably haunted. Wow, um, we get the curriculum, <laughs> like from the years. I guess. Man, I was gonna try and be so academic with this book and talk about how people. This is horror to people back then yeah, because. Us about that <laughs> please it's horror still. it's horror now well, <laughs> it says it's still bad it's still that okay um it is in fact still frowned upon it's, i promise it's really this book is hysterical now um but i like that back in the 1700s this was one of the scariest things that anyone could read I mean, because it still the idea sounds of pretty selling scary. Selling your soul to the devil and a monk yeah. giving up his yeah. monkhood, <laughs> going his, against the church, going against the church. That's okay, better. He's gonna turn into a real evil man. He sawed off his chest. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, this book is bananas. That's not everything that happens also in this book. Um, there's also a headless, bloody nun ghost. A, a headless and bloody what? Nun ghost. Oh, okay. Is she like nearly headless Nick? No, she doesn't have her head at all. Hey, how many heads did oh. she have? Zero. None. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and with that, that was The Monk by Matthew Lewis. <laughs> God, that's I had to timing. help us all out. I don't know. What I mean. <laughs> how are... <laughs> all of you looked at me like, how many, Mike? Like None of you knew the answer to that joke. <laughs> It was so worth it. <laughs> now I look like one. a dad. So <laughs> all I need to do is send my daughter information about the magic school bus and I'll be set. <laughs> we'll be good. Oh, God. So I mean, we I... were really intrigued, too. Like, really? Who wants to follow that up? Many. <laughs> Not me. Tell us, Mike. Kayla, I think you should go and I'll tell you why. <laughs> because the guide for because, because this because is a trip. That's I've read that. I have a diagram. No, I've read that one. Are you just going to pass the diagram around to the crowd so they can see it while you... What's the diagram for? Her book. Characters. That was for her to understand what was going on in the book. So your book came as homework? not going to be quite as scary as... No, because they forced me to choose the book. This is completely out of my element. We did force her to choose something that might, in somebody's mind, be be a a horror novel. It's okay. (laughs) Well, it can't be half as bad as what we just heard. (laughs) It's not. Do you have my wallet? No, it's not. Um, I read Little Darlings by Melanie Golding. Um, It was probably the most outside of my box I was going to get. It's about a mother who has twins, and if any of you read stories about changelings and things of that nature, that's what it follows, which that kind of would freak me out because I wonder about my own children sometimes. (laughs) Okay? So, you know. So this mom has identical twins, and she's going through what they think is basically postpartum depression, but she's not her babies have actually been switched out. And so they think they've put her in a crazy house. She's called the police. She's done everything. So there's a cop who's like, you know, maybe maybe she's not crazy. And her boss is like, no, she just needs medicine. We're over it. So the cop, upon further investigation, finds out, I think it's like 50 or 20 years prior, the same thing happened to another mom who had identical twins. 
But the thing is, they have to perform a specific act to get their children back. But this act looks like they're committing a crime. So you follow her through her being institutionalized. Her husband is even thinking something's wrong with her. He's there to support her, but not really. Um, he actually, <laughs> he, typical man thing, switches the babies on accident because he can't tell them apart. And she can, <laughs> she can tell that they're not her babies because they like have their own special language. They have these facial expressions. They sing this creepy song. And everybody else is like, no, it's your babies. You should love them. Why don't you love them? So as the story progresses, you find out that there's another lady who has gone through the same thing. And the cop goes and visits her. And she's like, just, she has Alzheimer's. She has dementia. So, of course, they're like, uh, maybe, maybe not. But um, what I liked about it was because I do like stories like that because that is that is scary. I mean, you you know, scary. your kids go through puberty and that's enough. But to have your baby switched out at a young age—that's a bee, literally that's pretty evil. scary. Well, you know? It's scary enough going. Can you right. tell that one of her children has just recently <laughs> entered that realm? Um, so, your son going through puberty is a whole nother horror book. Oh my yeah. god! Yeah, it's yeah, hard so. enough going through puberty like on your own. Yeah, <laughs> like you just and to have to you deal have to with be it. Responsible for something. Yeah. That's going through. Like, so I mean, I enjoyed it. It um it didn't end like I thought it would. I thought it was gonna be a typical oh you know something. I can predict what happened. She is crazy or somebody else did something, but no, it was, she wasn't crazy. <laughs> they switched her babies. Hmm. Well, now you told the ending. She told it's us like at the, at the beginning of the book. I didn't oh. tell yeah, anything. There's a lot of stuff in there that make you question her mental stability oh. and her, you know, her spouse Just and everything. Just checking. Just <clears throat> yeah, it could be a thing where it turns out that like none of the story was actually true. They exactly. were just painting it to be. I read a book about way. a changeling last year. Yeah, you did. Yeah, was I remember that book. Vic- Victor, like Victor Laval, uh, the cha- I think it was called the, the changeling. changeling. Yeah, yeah, I read that. that. Was a great, great. It was book. great. Yes. Yeah. So, so it, did you like it? I did like it. Ooh. I did. Cool. Mm-hmm. I mean, I was peeking in on my kids at night, so. <laughs> Just to make like, sure. I don't know if they're mine. <laughs> right. Is that Jakar? <laughs> He's like, there what, what's your mom's favorite show? <laughs> you if you say me. anything other than Golden Girls, you're wrong. <laughs> so sitting wrong. At, he's sitting at home looking at Facebook Live right now going, she knows. I mean, he better not be. So again, that was Little Darlings by Melanie Golden. What a nice awesome. little snap Yay. right there. Okay. okay, Jessica, so come on. That means it's my turn. Get your yes. chart out. Yes. I have a chart. I didn't um, need a chart. Well, I made a chart to like explain it to other people. You know how hard it is to explain this book to other people? Yeah. Garrett looked at me like yeah. I was a psychopath when I tried to explain <laughs> it to him. Here, that let me, book this is book is dark. In his defense, you do psychopath. have him dressed up as a school bus today. So <laughs> He gets to be Hercules later. Wait, he's taking What you shirt do in off? the privacy of your own bedroom, Jessica, is not our business. No, for a Halloween... <laughs> <laughs> Listen, role play, cosplay, whichever play Not you're trying to go with, get. you know, whatever you gotta do. <laughs> Teasing Jessica is our favorite. She's sport. gonna go she home. Such pretty colors. I'm and do go what? Make, no, I'm gonna go make lattes. <laughs> She's gonna go to work. That's a new name for it. Here. Make lattes. I write that here. down. Everybody, write that down. We got kids in the audience. We will stop hazing you and allow you to to talk about your book. Okay, so my book is called A Guide for Murdered Children by Sarah Sparrow, which 
I, like, if you if that title offends you, please leave. Because <laughs> I don't want to talk about this other people. <laughs> but it was amazing. Um, so the premise of this book is that murdered children's souls don't leave. They stay on this train and they inhabit adult bodies and murder their murderers, which is a great thing. I think it's great. I'm behind it. I hope it's real. <laughs> but this book is twisted in some ways that like are super dark. It gave me nightmares. And uh, it has a couple of main characters. It jumps around perspectives, which is kind of a lot sometimes. The main character is a detective called Willow Wild. And he is a port he becomes a porter for this train that brings these souls of murdered children back. And they inhabit recently dead people's bodies. It's like they die and they're both in the body. It's weird. But um God, is this hard to explain or what? I've read this book. It's I'm, very hard to explain. Okay. Literally Yeah, the chart. Use your chart, Jessica. So both souls <laughs> are in the body. I made a chart. She made a color coordinated chart. Okay. So there is Willow Wilde, who's this detective who's kind of been down and out. He was kind of a crooked cop, not a great person. Loved his point of view, though. He was super funny. But um, am I not being loud enough? Honey, you're fine. Okay, I'm Alyssa just, made a hand motion. I was like, I'm not really loud enough. No, we're just glad, <laughs> glad that you could find light in a guide for murdered children. Here. It's so great. Yeah. It's, they kill their murderer. It's awesome. It is actually an awesome book. Martha read it too. Yeah. So help me if you it's need. It's super dark though. <clears throat> I mean, looking at the cover, it does not look like it would be a dark book. There's a unicorn on the cover. Okay. And it's pink. Misguiding. The reason I read this book partially is because Julia, one of the managers here, suggested it to me for horror month. And because I walked past it on our horror shelf every day when I would come into work here. And I was like, it's, what is it's this? It's very innocuous looking. <laughs> what is? is? I'm confused. Well, it says a guide for murdered children, but has a sparkly unicorn and a pink cover. Like, I'm confused. Which is how the book goes. Um, so he's like a porter. He's an ex-cop. And he has these two detectives under him. And he's also a porter on this train to bring back children who've been murdered. And eventually, two of the detectives under him and two of the children he brings back are the same person. So, like, they've died, but they're inhabited by a child, but their spirit's still there, too. And they're trying to find this murderer. And it's in the, like, it's a weird transition time where he's taking over being a porter from another porter. So everything's messed up. So it's twisted and awful at some points. You're just like, oh, gosh, that's terrible. Why? <laughs> Why am I reading this? <laughs> but um, yeah. they eventually do come to a good ending. So read it, please. It's amazing. I just can't give away any of the parts because it's too good for that. So why'd you show us the chart? I didn't show you the chart. <laughs> the chart was for me. Keep your hands off her chart. You can't Get see your the own chart. The back of this book literally says, this novel is the silence of the lambs of our time. Ooh. So, Ooh. And I would agree with that. It's great. It's so good. It had me in it the entire time. It's probably one of the most unique it's books. It's weird. Of, of so weird. The genre that you could ever read. It's just so 
everything has been done to death in horror. Yeah, not, this has I'm not. I'm not joking. No. It really has been done to death. <laughs> to death. To death. <laughs> <laughs> and the narrator's pretty good. I listened to it on audio. I listened well, to it on audio also. I like read parts of it and then would like listen to it on audio when it was the car and then read and then listen to it on audio, which is something I never do. But like, because I was trying to get, I was into get, it. Yeah. But it was great. It was awesome. It's very dark, though. Please don't read it if you have children. Darn it. <laughs> you are not going to read it anyway, Kayla. It's, All right. Well, it's pink. You would hate it. It is pink. It's okay. <laughs> it's very good. Okay. I own this book. <laughs> you know what we have not done? Oh, my gosh. Now it is. <laughs> Will you get a couple of bottles of Prairie to bring it up here? So we can talk about Prairie when we get back to Facebook Live. It was a really good dark beer. What did you, it you was said it was? Oh, fudge. But the problem is, is you have to drink it while it's cold. Oh, Those of you who fudge. like dark beer fudge. will know this. It is so not as good when it gets warm. Unless you put it, ice cream with it or something. Or if ice you're drunk. I mean, if you're already drunk, yeah. by then, you it's got a chocolatey, beery, If you're drunk, everything tastes good. Lovely flavor. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, you're right. Not everything. Yeah. Everything, everything tastes good. does. You're like, Mmm. oh, it's in my mouth. Know. Yeah, we're good. One time when mm, I was drunk, just, I made these hobo dinners, and it was just like a hamburger patty. With the and foil and really all Yeah, good. and it was like the best thing I had ever had. I'm like, eating it on That's why when you have too much wine, like all of the cheese is good. Like usually when you have like the little board of cheese uh-huh. and like oh some of these I'm gonna have like the pepper jack yeah that's not oh the Swiss is even good you're like oh Munster Munster oh. is good cheese listen okay okay this is an opinion okay? based forum <laughs> okay oh he's here the prairie guy's the prairie here, guy's here. Oh, okay. can we call him Yay! the prairie dog is that a th- he's our he's our I'm prairie about dog beer. our prairie man he's a dog okay. he's a dog he's our uh, homie Gladys. we have the basic Becky which is a pumpkin spice beer that is super cute. My mom's name. She's is holding Becky. a latte and an iPhone. No <laughs> she has good hair. Welcome to the Prairie Man. Thank you oh for being here. Hello, Mr. Prairie Man. Actually, Hello, Prairie. Last time we did this, we didn't get the chance to meet before the podcast, so we haven't even met you yet. You have not. Hi. 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 I'm Hi. Mike. Hi. Uh, my name is Todd Holder. I am the head brewer at Prairie Artisanals. Uh, the Oklahoma City Taproom location up here. Sweet! Nice. Thank we, you. Thank we you. got to try your um, fudge, oh fudge, mm-hmm. earlier, which personally that was chocolatey. Yes. Yeah. I was fudgy. Yes, very fudgy. <laughs> fudgy. I liked it, but I have to have it very cold. So I only got several gulps and then I had to do other stuff and then it got warm. She's drunk now is what she's trying to say. <laughs> I think I need a new one. She's chocolate wasted if you will. I am chocolate wasted. I like those beers actually not so cold. You take the, a lot of the more flavors come out. Yep. Yep. They get, yeah. So tell us about the different beers that you sell here at Full Circle. You uh, have any, there's some right in front of you. Yeah, right well, here. we have uh, some some stouts and some sours. Uh, we do uh, these are really the two main styles we do. A lot of IPAs too. Okay. But no IPAs here tonight. Uh, Prairie Bomb is the the original Prairie Stout. Uh, it's a big imperial stout with coffee, cocoa nibs, ancho chilies, and vanilla. <gasps> Oh, I gotta have that one. You had me at chilies. Is it cold? This one's cold, yeah. 
<laughs> Come to mama. Pass uh, it. Then, yeah, you can pass it down. Pass that puppet there. <laughs> you almost poked my eye out. I was looking. Can we take a swig and pass <laughs> it, it down, it's please? Like, it's like a high school party. Just take a drink you and sure? pass it down. Yeah, we've, we've been That's brewing really that for, for a while. <laughs> uh, that was, like I said, that was um, the original Prairie Imperial Stout. Oh, the chilies. Oh, my friend. You have the brown man's attention. <laughs> that is really, really good. I like that a lot. I'm pretty sure that we use more ancho chilies than anybody else in the state. We, we purchase more really? ancho chilies than anybody, yeah. I see why, my friend. You're doing great but things over there. The thing about it is, is it's got that sweetness, too. A and a lot of the other stouts are kind of... Beer and my hat falls off. They're all in the same vein as that. You know, real thick, viscous, you know, dark, strong mm-hmm. um, stouts. Like the basic Becky's, uh, what is it having? I know it's pumpkin spice, uh, cinnamon, some, yeah, just allspice, and pretty much what you would find in a pumpkin pie. Um, pumpkin spice A lot of food beer. ingredients. Yeah, food ingredient beers have kind of a, been a growing trend the past handful of years. Huh. And then you've got the sours, which are kind of a a little bit more like wine. Yeah, they 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 have a a tartness to them. They're they're a little more acidic than a normal beer. They they have some sourness to it, Um, and most of the most of those are fruited. The fruit goes really well with with the sour beers. Like Little Nap is uh, blackberries and lime, and then Pink Guava Funk is. Pink guava, so and fun. <laughs> and fun. Yeah, I think uh, blueberry boyfriend is on here too. Blueberry uh, boyfriend. And that's a kind of the same okay. sour base with um, with blueberries. I know the black of the berry, the sweet of the juice. Mm-hmm. Don't let the name fool you either. He's not taken. I promise. You can have one of your own. Why am I here? <laughs> We're still questioning ourselves. I read a book though. Uh, we do make some lagers and pilsners, which is the more traditional, like, beer-tasting beer. Um, but these are all fairly fairly extreme flavors and styles. But I've, I've had people who don't like beer, don't drink beer, wine drinkers, cider drinkers. They, you know, especially the, the stouts. you got to be careful with them because they're real strong. But, yeah. Uh, they, it, it, it's not the typical beer taste that they associate with. The, the, the food type components really come through in the stouts. Um, sorry, I was drinking. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine that, I was drinking. Sorry, sorry. Why, who are you? What are you? What are, oh, we're, okay. Well, we want to thank uh, Prairie Artisan Ales for being our sponsor. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. We appreciate y'all having us. Yeah. And thank you for joining us. And You're yeah, welcome. You like to read? Say yeah, yes. Read. Yes, okay, absolutely. Awesome. <laughs> yes, if I not, know we don't read. like your beer anymore. <laughs> <laughs> we will silently dredge you as we drink your beer. <laughs> yes, we mm-hmm. will. We will love you and hate you at the What's same time. What's your favorite time? book? Not to put you on the spot or anything, but... Uh, that's a good question. My favorite that I've most recently read is probably um, Ready Player One. <gasps> my son yes! and I have... He fits right in. Yeah, I, I, he's, my son's a little young to get a lot of the yeah. pop culture yeah. references and stuff in it. And he enjoyed the movie. I, the book, I enjoyed the, the book. The book was, the <laughs> yeah, book was the book much was better, better than yeah, the movie. Yeah, was, I was just pissed off that they cast a kid who wasn't fat in it, personally. It was a lot of the casting yeah. choices were weird for me. Yeah. I have it's never read this book. you got to make him fat. That's just the law. No, no cute little, yeah. Usually it's different. Oh, of course they put the buff kid in there. You're like, where's the fat kid? I want that fat kid. Where's that fat kid? 
You know, I can relate to that because my youngest used to be really, really chunky. Yeah. And now he's growing out of it. I'm like, ugh, who are you? Where are like, your rolls at? Where's that fat kid? You're like, don't run too fast past the dog. He'll bite you. You're a bone. You're skin and bone. <laughs> well, I'm glad that you like Ready Player One because I, actually I reviewed that book on this podcast before it hit big. And I have a first edition copy of that book. I, I honestly think I just saw it on a shelf somewhere, and it looked. I'd never. I didn't know what it was, and I. I just picked yeah, it off the it's shelf. Yeah, amazing. When the you title, look like that, you know, yeah. I, the title caught my eye, and and I read the description a little bit, and it's like, yeah, I, I think I will like this, and yes. I, I loved it. That's awesome. a sci-fi that I've actually read. Yeah, I've actually read that one. It was good. Maybe we need to do that for our. Uh, for a book club in the future. Yeah, we could do that one. I mainly read a bunch of music one, right, biographies and no. Hunter S. Thompson stuff. As long as you're reading, yeah. baby, that's all we yep. care about. those anthologies. Those are good. I appreciate y'all so much. Thank you. Yeah, Thank thanks you. Thanks for taking a moment and sitting with us. We appreciate it. So, Martha, I like how you put me under the bus like you didn't tell Facebook Live you were about to do your book review, you but did. it's cool. <laughs> But she likes to go last. Yeah, but she Martha likes to. Has she has to, to be go. last. Has to go last. Has to go last. That's the law of the podcast. Yeah, has All right. Always did we lose Jessica? Podcast. We lost right. Jessica. Je- Jessica. We told. She goes. Oh, okay, cool. This is my break time. She's she went what? down the street to grab no. a lunch. <laughs> She's pulling an all-nighter. Well, I sent her for a glass of wine, and she never came back. Oh, there oh, she there is, right she there. Is. Perfect timing. How convenient. You know, she works here. They actually pay her. And Yay, Jessica, so, thank you. I love you. So she's like getting double duty having to like fetch things and I've sent her on a couple errands tonight. Everybody please applaud Jessica. She's so Yay! Awesome. That's what being a teacher is like. You have a lot of things you have to do for a little um, bit of pay. I'm going to physical therapy school. You're Miss Frizzle today. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to be a teacher. You're a teacher today. <laughs> I'm going to take these back. She's a teacher with a guide for murdered we children. We might want to drink them. Are you going to drink all those beers by yourself, no, Martha? No, I'm just kidding. I mean, you're our designated driver. I oh, really yeah. wish you would not drink that many beers. Get an Uber. I can't drink anymore. I'm the designated driver. Or get a Garrett. The only, <laughs> the only time double D's is not good. <laughs> or when you're buying bras. Oh, yeah, they get pretty yeah, expensive. I would know. And hard to find. Oh, yeah. Me too. Fine. <laughs> so oh, Mike yes. just came out as a crossdresser on the podcast. <laughs> okay, so I, I high key, I, I said this the other day, and I, I hate to talk about our conversations, but my girlfriend is sitting right here. But uh, the other day, I said, I said I'm gonna crossdress. I'm gonna be Lizzo, that rapper from, uh, you know, for oh. Halloween. I said I'm gonna walk around with a Manila envelope that says DNA test. That way they know what I am. <laughs> I just took a DNA test. Turns out, anyways. I'm 100%. Yeah, I'm 100 But What are you for Halloween? I'm 100% that. So witch. That. Witch. Oh, witch. witch. See, then I would have to it's have Halloween. a broom with me, too. It's Halloween. Or a vacuum cleaner. Okay, a vacuum cleaner. She has a vacuum cleaner. Amazing. Yeah. Which, by the way, love the costumes in here. Give yourself a round of applause just for Yay. dressing up. That's great. Dressing up, everybody. It's awesome. Okay, so I'm pretty sure that... Uh, I was referred to the scary stories to tell in the dark as a joke, and they didn't think I'd actually read it. And no, I was serious. You were dead serious? I was dead serious. Okay, so good. I, I read that. I had read it as a child, and um, I bought actually the whole series today because I wanted to have it all for a while, but I definitely bought it and read. And can I share with you a, an excerpt of this book that I did not realize was really in here when I was a kid? Please do. Yes. Okay, so a boy was digging, and this is the very beginning of the book, a big toe. First sentence. Uh, the very first sentence. 
Um, a boy was digging at the edge of the garden when he saw a big toe. He tried to pick it up, <laughs> but it was stuck to something, so he gave it a good hard jerk, and it came off in his hand. First of all, that was a very dirty like round of sentences I didn't really realize as a kid. But then he heard something groan and, and scampered away. The boy took the toe into the kitchen and showed it to his mother. It looks nice and plump, she said. I'll put it in the soup, and we'll have it for supper. What? What the hell is that? <laughs> Just to be real frank, what is that? In what, realm, in what realm do we put toes in soup? I've heard the, of stone soup, but what is a toe in, what is toe soup? Is that from the witch from Hansel and Gretel that like cooks the kids? I think it is based on the same thing because a lot of these stories are actually taken from like ancient like, like fairy tales. Yeah, fairy tales and folklore and stuff like that. Ooh. But my thing is like this is it. This is in the children's section. <gasps> It was right next to Harry Potter. Oh my gosh! I, I mean, it was at Scholastic school. Book Fairs. So like that was the one thing to buy at Scholastic Book Fair. Like if you didn't wow. read, See, any child that didn't read in your class read that. That's really what it was. But like that's the thing is, I, I wanted to, I wanted to find the book and I wanted to find all three of them. And when that was the first part of the story, I was very much like, this is not how I remember this book. And as I go through it, I realize there's not half as many, like, interesting... Like, there's some of them in here that weren't all that great of stories, and there's, there's not really any explanation for, like, some of the endings. Another one that I... It was... I want to say The Thing. It was basically, like, a field of turnips that was across the road, and basically this man in the dark, and he's just walking through the darkness, and... It was just weird because it was talking about this skeleton-looking man, and then at the end of the story, there's another man that died and ended up looking like the same skeleton, but it didn't explain how the man died, why the man died, or anything. Just as confused as you are by me explaining it, that's how confused <laughs> I was by reading it. And so there's some of these that even have like parenthetical citation on how you're supposed to read it to people. At this point, hmm. at this point, you jump at your best friend who's sitting next to you that you're telling the story to. And so it's like an instructional book on how to scare your friends while telling stories. <laughs> I don't Which remember cool. this. I didn't remember this book being this way. And so I was very disappointed by reading this book again. But I loved this book to death, which is why I bought all three of them. Oh, well, that's good. I had to, absolutely. Can we agree, though, that the illustrations are the scariest part they, of this really book? Because they're grotesque. I have a lot of friends who have tattoos of the different uh, illustrations. Why, really? why not? I, I like it. I'm off soup at the moment after looking at that. <laughs> Listen, you're the one over here reading books about monks and all the scary stuff they be doing in the 1700s. Right. You're asking me why my friends have tattoos of this. Scary stuff means incest. But if you haven't read Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark, uh, it starts off as that instructional way of like trying to tell stories to your friends. And it's definitely geared towards children. Like You're supposed to tell the story to some of your best friends and then jump at them whenever you finish a part of the story. And it like has all caps and emphasizes how you should read the stories. So I thought that was pretty cool to teach children how to be... Performers. Performers, I guess, whenever they're, you know, vocalizing a story. So I thought it was very, very cool. I am going to dive into the rest of the books because I only got through this one first up front, which is apparently a surprise and a shock to everybody else on this podcast. But cool. yeah. I mean, I figured Although you would you watch did, the movie. We're proud of you. He did, I did. He did read a you full did? book. Mm-hmm. At Christmas two years ago? Yeah, yes, one of it our was favorite books. Ago. I gave him a book four months ago and it's still sitting on it. Oh, and that's <laughs> true. <laughs> oh. 
first of all, you gave me two books four months ago, and they're both still sitting there. If you're gonna tell, if you're gonna tell about His my girlfriend, is life, totally wrapping them out right now. She does that. Yeah. You go, girl. Yeah. Mm, Thank you, Misty. She does that. And also, like he was saying, he just saw the name of the title of uh, Ready Player yeah, One and picked it up and thought okay. he would like it. She's the same way. We go through bookstores. When she comes through here and she like looks around at the displays, she's like, oh. That looks interesting. And I'm like, what, what is it about? I have no idea, but I'm going to get oh, it's it. It's cool. I'm going like to buy it. it. And she does the same thing when yep. we watch Netflix. So I'm like, what are you watching? Okay. She goes, I have What no should idea. happen there from now on is be like, I don't know, but I'm going to have Jessica buy it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, is that what it is? I get a discount. Um, <laughs> are you bartending down there? I see yeah, about I mean, 10 cups. Okay, <laughs> she is. Take one down, pass it around, six cups of beer on the wall. There's only. Fair. Except for. There's five drink it, so. It's I might. Sour. I'll it's taste a, it. It's a sour. I think girl. they'll be okay. She's try it. So overall, if you wanna, if you wanna give your kids a book about um, putting toes in soup <laughs> at the very beginning <laughs> of the book, like that's the very beginning. Um, this is definitely it. If you, if you've never heard of scary stories to tell in the dark, it's one of the like okay. most popular of children's books. And they're really short. They're like they are days. right. Oh, really super short. It's a sour. Yeah. Seventh graders. Kayla made a face though. It's very cidery. Yeah, it's like one, it's one to two pages of story, which obviously caught my attention because I don't read or whatever. But no, really, it's it's pretty good. If you have kids that don't want to read or don't aren't good about reading, this is the story. Let Mike finish, and I'll tell you. Thank you for being a seventh grade teacher. High five. Woo! Woo! Teachers. Woo! We love teachers. And thank you for letting me be a seventh grader today. Appreciate it. Even better. Thank Library. you. Thank yes. you. Nice. So. This is the pink guava funk, which has the cutest can. It has gorillas and tigers. I just might have found one of my favorite. Movies. I mean, the pink guava funk is pretty funky really and funky in a good way. It's really sour. Do you want the rest of it? There's more in the can. Oh, this definitely wasn't the I one I had earlier. That. It, it tastes like grapefruit juice to me. It yeah, does. it's got grapefruit. I love grapefruit juice. That's this is the one. Like literally, I sell this down. one all the time. That's really good. Okay, after you finish. <laughs> After you finish your sample, or Kayla, after I finish your sample, I'll give you another sample. Oh, I'm so sorry. The author on Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark. Damn it. It's collected by Alvin Schwartz. Schwartz. And then the drawings are by Stephen Gamble. So. Nice. Yeah. Um, and they sell it in three packs, or they sell it as all three books in awesome. one book. Thank you, Mike. Thank you, Mike. Why are you guys trying to get me drunk? Okay. So what book did you read? I read a book that was recommended to me by one of our book girls. Uh, her name is I don't know, you Emily. Want me to look at? I, I want to say Emily Craddock. Emily, I'm sorry if I got your last name wrong, but I know you It is. It's Emily Craddock. Hey! You did it. John, Thank you, Emily. Okay. No relation to kids. So, Emily, uh, what, I, what I did near the beginning of October is sort of put out a recommend scary books to us because we're reviewing books all through the month of October, October that are scarier. <laughs> Shut up, you guys. <laughs> it's the beer. <laughs> Will you finish your beer so I can fill it up with more beer? So this is you hear how this is going. Well, I can't drink anymore. I have to drive. I'll give you a sippy sip. <laughs> give her a sippy cup. Okay, this is called In the Valley of the Sun by Andy Davidson. This book feels like Texas to me. I, I lived in Texas for... 
Uh, and everybody stands up and walks everybody out. Everybody from Texas. <laughs> we'll meet like us Texas in the parking lot afterward. In like, the, the, the language and all of the landmarks that are present in the book are very Texas. She read it like this. I did. Because she she buys into stereotypes. We don't. Hey, I lived there. Oh, okay. Anyway. That doesn't make it okay. Oh, shush. <laughs> My best friend's Texas. It's fine. Anyway. Boomer. <laughs> Are you guys applauding? It is very Texas. Texas. Um, it has a lot of the very ordinary hallmarks of a horror novel in that you kind of know something creepy is going to happen. And at first you think, oh, this is just gonna be another one of those. And as the book progresses, it starts to get even creepier. The main character, or one of them anyway, is this drifter guy. He's driving around Texas in this, they call it a cab over in the book. You know, one of those pickup trucks with the with camper, camper on the back. Yeah, the cab over. Yeah. yeah. Right. So, and I think this is 1980. So I think that's a time period, but they're skipping around to these different times because this creature who finds him is much older. So she's hunting and she sees him in a bar. And I think you can probably imagine what she is. But anyway, she's all, she sees him in a way that no one else sees him because she immediately knows he's done terrible things. So she's attracted to him, she wants him. She's kind of like a vampire, but not in the traditional sense. And that's one of the reasons that I like this book. It wasn't the traditional vampire where it has the puncture marks. (laughs) It's more of a... (laughs) It's Martha's fault. (laughs) Oh, shut up, you guys. We should not drink and podcast. Look, I'm here so for the book review. Look, this is what happens during my reviews every time. It does. So because we haven't get seen, used to here, it. Here's what happens. We, we haven't seen out. each other all week. We get together and we're silly for the oh, first stupid silly. hour. And Vonnie's an book is always sad. No, it's and so not. So we're not silly much. during Vonnie's no, book. It's not. So yeah. No, it's not. I mean, only like 95% of the time. <laughs> yeah. 93. 95% of the time. And, and then Alyssa does a romance, and of course... And it's never sad. Martha's vomiting. And then... <laughs> yeah. And then I get so interrupted. We're, yes, we're interrupting, so sorry. I don't mind if you interrupt me. I'll just totally forget she what I was going to say. Now. Okay, when you finish those samples, pass them back. Okay. So oh I can God. do the next one. We are trying to be book girls, <laughs> including me. Here's our, our new bearded book girl. So anyway, Go for it. she doesn't bite in the traditional sense. She... Mm uses a knife and when she picks him up it's just so incredibly creepy oh my god is it creepy she takes him back to his cab over and she slits open his thigh ew and basically just drains him really but the worst thing but that's not even the worst thing how's it gonna get worse oh believe me it gets worse listen monk lady just calm down And let Martha do the talking here. So she's this, So what she actually is is she's some kind of a vampire, but it's not the kind of vampire we previously read about. So that's what makes the book, the fact that it's so lyrically written as well, really is great because it's it's one of those books that you can really feel like you're there, you're in the story, you've got the good groove going, and then pow, 
you know, you've got this ugly, hideous creature who's sucking all of his blood out, and then she goes and crawls underneath the cabinet and waits for him all day long. And then he goes out, and, and he at first doesn't understand what's happened. So he stops over at this motel where he's going to use the hookup, and this woman and this little boy come into the story. Shut up. So the, the woman kind of... The woman and the little boy sort of normalize the story for a while because he is just learning about what he is. And it's just so creepy because you know something horrible is going to happen and you're just sitting there waiting because the little boy's like, you want to pet my rabbit? Oh, God. <laughs> and you just know something. Come on in for dinner. So they invite him in for dinner, you know, and he, of course, can't eat. So he goes and vomits in the toilet and it's just grow. The detail is pretty gross all right it's definitely a gross book i mean it's all fun and games until you ask somebody to pet your rabbit (laughs) well you know those rabbits are gonna get yeah is that a code for something or is it it is it is actual like real life rabbits it's whatever you think it is the rabbits go missing soon afterwards of course because he's trying to he doesn't want to eat them he doesn't want to eat the little boy and his mama you know and it's kind of that so the rabbits kind of become a casualty of necessity you know but really the story itself is is unique and I found that very interesting, especially because I have read so many horror novels over the years, and most of them are just pretty normal. This one takes a few of the details from a regular vampire story and then sort of adds some new things in there. And it was a good story. I liked it. I thought it was fabulous. And this, I do believe, was his first book. And it was also nominated for some kind of a horror um, prize on its first go i mean the guy's good he's a good author um it's called in the valley of the sun by andy davidson and it was extremely scary i liked it where does it take place texas Texas. like where in texas in texas well actually several (laughs) different places in texas because he's driving around was it the bram stoker award Uh, there you go bram stoker award i think that that was the he didn't did he win it i think he was just nominated he did not win. Yeah, he was nominated for it. He should have won it because it was freaking awesome. I loved it. I thought it was great. So if you're looking for a good horror novel that kind of hits the buttons, but maybe has some different sort of details, uh, yeah, it was creepy. Thank you. Awesome. Okay. Even though they eat bunnies, that sounds like a pretty good book. Well, I think... I think you'll like yeah, I can't remember if they describe him eating the bunnies. I don't think they do. I mean, I ended up. I think with they like gloss over that over part, here. but there's a lot of grossness in there too. <laughs> if you don't like gross books, you're not gonna like that because it's the Looney Tunes. Pretty gross. Fan in me only hears it's duck season. The whole thing. Duck season. So okay. that's just me. Anyways, we're here live at Full Circle Books. I feel like I feel like you're just trying to get us drunk at this point. You're like, oh, we're not even talking about books anymore. Okay, I'm we're just trying, trying to get, to get them hammered. The beer tasting. Okay, where's our beer we're guy? I'm done. All the beers are very good. It's my job now. I know. To, this oh, is another yeah. sour yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. What is All the beer sour? is I was going to totally blame it on him. No, it was me. I was trying to like discreetly pass these. That's it's all very good beer. It's all very, it's very alcoholic. Good beer. 
Yeah. It's good. Um, what is this the other sour one? That's the little uh, nap. We do need to do Blackberry. Another giveaway. L-I-L. Yeah, but I think we're going to probably sign off of Facebook Live here pretty quick. Okay. Oh, we get to the point Martha, before Wait. we sign off, I have two shout-outs. Okay, okay, let's do them. One, we have a book girl who, um, his name is Kayla. She from, she's from Iowa, and she recently got married. Kayla Gorsh. Congratulations. Kayla Gorsh. Hi. Yay. Congratulations, and, Kayla. And we and weren't invited? Were you going to invite? I drive? mean, could you send us cake? We just want cake. I don't want cake. And we want to eat it, too. We want to eat want the cake. cake, too. Yes. Send we it want our so cake, we and we want to eat it, too. And I want to shout out the book club I've joined in Oklahoma City, because apparently Lawton has nothing book-related. Bookmarked and Bougie showed up. Thank you. Can I do an online shout-out? Yes. Justin couldn't come because he was at a wedding and he was very Aww. upset. And we weren't invited. Did he have a date? Justin. No. Oh. <laughs> Why weren't we invited to these weddings? What is happening? It's we his would, family. We members. would not go anyway. Come on. It's in Kansas. Open bar. We're getting, we're getting just as drunk bar? off of a yeah. just as open bar. What? What? Whatever. Okay. <laughs> any any other shout-outs we need to do? No, anybody? Yeah. Anybody? Let's say bye to Facebook. I want to shout out all the Peace fine out. folks out there who read at a seventh grade level like I do. Thank you so much. It doesn't matter how well you read, as long as you read. That's right. Please just read. Just read. Whatever just you do. Read. I read at a higher level. Yes, I just ma'am. prefer not to. You know, we say that all the time. It doesn't matter if you what you read so long as you, you are know, reading. To I'm, be fair, I did do a lot of dissing early in our podcasts. Um, about career, Mike reading Green Eggs and Ham. About Fifty Shades of Grey, and I and my slammed Twilight. every romance you novel. Twilight. I did. I slammed Twilight's romance novels. awesome. I just the dinner. And now I won't let yes. you. Show but. of hands, who enjoyed Twilight? Who enjoyed Twilight? Okay, Here's that's what I thing. thought. So no, keep, no, yeah. me, okay. bitch. Here's the thing, guys. <laughs> when presented with new information, it's okay to change your mind. I like the sparkly vampires. And and awesome. and it's okay also to not change. Uh, no. <laughs> it is also okay. I, I am not a romance reader, and no. I choose not to read them. However, having Alyssa in my life has been so a joy. emotional. So emotional. But I love it. I love it. So I don't I have it. to read them. She does. So that it's concludes so our uh, yeah. I think we're gonna I read it podcast. last winter. <laughs> Thank you to Prairie Prairie Artisan Ales. And Thank you to Circle Full Books. Circle Bookstore. And thank you to you for reading and being book girls and with everybody us. that came out for our live podcast. Thank you. We love you all. Hold thank on. You, Follow you, us you. on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Go on to wherever you follow podcasts, like us, leave us a nice review, and go to our website. And one more thing. What? We are now going to have a new merchandise opportunity. I just forgot to push the button, but I'm going to push the button here in a a little bit. Go to Redbubble, which is a place you'll be able to buy Three Book Girls merchandise. So thank you. Thanks, Facebook Live. Okay. I think we should open up. Discussion. For questions. So that if anyone wants to tell us about a book that you've read that you've liked, that especially horror novels, obviously we're here for horror novels, but we'll take anything. We're good. Or if you have any any um, comments on the what we did read. 
Ask me about my incest nun book. Anyway. No, please don't. We've had. <laughs> you have a question Anybody. for Alyssa on incest? Please come up now. Private message. She is our. <laughs> okay. She is the leading expert on incest kids, on the. Kids, I have kids everywhere are going to be asking their parents what that means. And that's okay. Like I just want to say, incest. I have murdered children. It could be worse. Hey, okay, it murdered children. It could be children. worse. It could okay, be murdered okay, children. Okay. Okay. Um, that's, fair. that's like neck and neck, guys. That's <laughs> like neck and neck. Guys, guys, we're putting toes in soup. Okay, it's true. Yeah, it's toes like in soup. all pretty bad. No, yeah. if you have a question, you can feel free to come up to yes, this up microphone to mic right so here or a concern or a What com- we'd like to comment. do is we would like to have your voice on the podcast. Yeah. Go, Megan. That's 10 points for Ravenclaw just for coming up. Yes. No, she gets 50 points to Ravenclaw. Oh, 50. 50 points. She gets more points. Yeah. Listen, I tested out to Hufflepuff, so I'm going to have to say game on. Listen, turn game on. You know, the She's Hufflepuffs always have the best house. food, though. I they like. do, yes. Turn your books <laughs> to 394. Sorry, That's true. Sorry, I'm all about the food. Can't you tell? <laughs> Megan is, we have. We met her for the first time just recently at the Oklahoma Book Festival. So, so much fun. Super we fun. did. So we had fun. such a good time. We made some contacts. We've been doing this show here in Oklahoma City for th- over three years now, and we just really don't have a lot of local people, which is weird. You know, mostly sad. it's Texas. We got people so from all happened. over the world, and we got a lot of Texans up in here. Yeah, right. so Oklahoma City, you need to step up your damn game. Listen, listen, I like the book club just that saying. Kayla just joined. This was nice. Yes. I enjoyed book it. Yes. 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 So, Fuji. We're, we're growing. We're Reading working the on it. With the so thank you, Megan, because we met her for that very first time at the book festival, and we said, come to this event, and here she is. And I'm here. Yep, just standing here waiting so, to ask her a question. Or no, I was going to tell my book. <laughs> All right. I, can, I don't have any good questions. No, please share. I'll tell you about a book. Share the book. Okay, so I'm a bit of a nerd, obviously, um, but I also like historical fiction. So if you're <gasps> looking... Historical fiction! Yes. Jack and Rose, <laughs> yeah! That's World just War II. I totally Woo. went with another series when you said Jack and Rose, but still Jack and Rose are good. Um, but one I read a couple months back now, it's super depressing, you'll probably need some tissues. Uh, it's YA, and it was The Librarian of Auschwitz. Yes! Mm. Yes! Some people read it. Well, I was just looking to order that. Why? Yeah. I was just looking to order that. Yes. Okay. So, Librarian of Auschwitz will tell you things that like we probably should already all know that happened at um, at Auschwitz, but I feel like they told it in a really cool, not cool, <laughs> that doesn't sound right, but in like a interesting like perspective of things that happened that I was like, how did I not know all of these things were happening other than like the big picture of what was going on at Auschwitz? And I got to the end of the book and I literally like closed it and just like had to sit there and like take it all in. I love Okay, so have you read The Tattooist of Auschwitz? Yes. So y'all need to read Silka's Journey because I just read that. Silk, okay. And, oh my God. I'm oh, waiting okay. for that to come in, but I reread Tattooist of Auschwitz while I'm waiting for Silka's Journey to come in so that I could remember who Silka was. Oh my God. And Ooh. it was just as good the second time. Yeah. I'm just I, saying. And I, I it just was so Tattooist. Awesome. And, I, and I read, okay. I finished that second. What's the new one? If you, you like historical Silk's fiction journey. and especially Silk's. World War II's, I could like S-I-L-C-I-O. hook you up with some super yep. sad, uh, oh, good. intense That's what this kind is about. of books because, yes. oh my God, I have read such depressing 
wonderfully informative novels about. Oh my World gosh, I read the best depressing <laughs> books ever. I read the most depressing Don't judge books. us. No, no, don't but judge it, us. But that's what I liked about. Listen, the, just because we read stuff that makes us feel. Yeah. I like having feelings. I, Feel I felt sadder after the librarian than I did after the tattooist. Like I find I did put you? the tattooist down and was like, okay, I learned things. I got a, like new information. There's one book but that I read that's um, Shades of Grey by uh, Ruta Sipia. Oh. oh my god, okay. that was Sh- the so was- best book. I think Vonnie's people are in the house. Wait. Get up here. The one about when they went to the ship. Salt to the Sea. Yeah, yes. salt, salt to the Sea. So good. So good. It's, yeah, I have never read about that. I have never heard of that. Is she really In Fountains of Silence, author? I just got in the mail. I would just have to say I what? love her I writing did. style. It is so intense and just, it sucks you in. I love that book. It was good. Supia, Ruta Supia is like one of my favorites. I love the way that she writes. Which one? <gasps> the Fountains of Silence. I put, no. It just came I, out. I, 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 I put depressing. I will yes. have to put that on hold. Yes. I have another one that you suggested for me on hold right now. Right now. Mm-hmm. But Listen, I like, su- I like depressing way. books, okay? Mm-hmm. I can't help yeah. it. She likes you, to sit so and just, cry. just have your tissues ready for the librarian because you're going you're gonna, to you're gonna need it. Now, Thank who, you, Megan. Who wrote that? Oh, I'd have to Google it. It's fine. It's fine. I don't remember. Thank you for sharing. It's amazing. We appreciate it. Yay, thank you. Round of applause. And of course, the 50 points to Ravenclaw, whatever. Yes, ma'am. Who's next? 100. Oh, by the way, we're doing an after party for anyone interested in hanging after. There's going to be We're going to go over and have dinner at uh, Whiskey Cake across the way. We're not buying. We're not buying. Because we're poor. But if anybody wants to go hang after that, that's where we're but going. You can literally walk to Whiskey Cake yeah. from here. No, don't, don't. Do, do Unless, I mean, as long as you're willing plan. to brave Northwest Expressway. Don't do that. <laughs> don't. That it's would fine, be... it's late. There's no one on the road. It's fine, it's late. They won't see you. <laughs> they won't see you when they hit you. They'll just keep going. Okay, so does anybody else want to come up and tell us about a book? Or Wait, perhaps... what was that tell us about your favorite thing you read. Fountains of Silence. Fountains of what? Come on. Silence. Silence. Come tell us. Come on up to the microphone. Don't be Come too shy. Us. Come on. Don't be shy. We love this. Um, yeah, but yeah, Salt to the Sea. Salt to the Sea. And what's Out of an Easy. Out of the Easy. Out of the Easy is about, it's a totally different story, but um, okay, out of Salt the to the Sea and. Um, out of the Easy. And uh, Shades of. Got you. Shades of Grey, I've read. She's done that on the but, podcast. But both of those are. I'm looking for, and I don't know if you guys ever do short, short stories, but not very looking. often. But okay. just when Mike comes through and brings seventh um, grade books. Well, yeah. <laughs> well, you know. So um, I am integrating this year um, some kind of scary stories into my classroom, and I'm doing click clack rattle bags. Has anybody ever? Click clack rattle bags. I like the name okay. though. That's really so, cool. Okay. Write it down. Click, click, click clack rattle bags. And um, button button. And it was a uh, Twilight Zone story. Mm. And there's a Twilight Zone that goes along with uh, button button. And it's a, all the story about how this this contraption shows up um, at the doorstep of this couple. <gasps> yeah. And do, do you know I remember the Twilight okay. Zone part of it. And so this this woman comes home one day. 
and finds this contraption outside of her uh, home and doesn't know what it does. It's a, it's a box and it has a button. And this guy comes and shows up and says, listen, if you push the button, um, you'll get $50,000. But then Where's someone that will button? die. Is that but somebody will die? <laughs> yeah. Oh. And it's nobody will know. It'll be somebody you don't know, but it's fifty thousand dollars. Nobody you know. You push this button, you'll get this money. And the the husband is like, absolutely not. This is ridiculous. And she's like, oh yeah yeah yeah, stupid. <laughs> and later she's like, well, but you know we could use this money. And it's such an old story that fifty thousand dollars. Today would be five hundred thousand dollars, and so it's this kind of push and pull. Should we do it? Should we not? And he is adamantly about not, and she is like, oh, well, no, yeah, we shouldn't do it. But it's, you know, so this is a story that we're going to do in my classroom this year. But it is, do you do it? Do you not? Does it matter? You don't know this. It's definitely one of those ongoing questions that keeps being brought up in literature, like whether or not the actions of yourself and your selfish acts are going to affect somebody, right. if that even matters. How do you You're know, not know that's being brought up down. in literature? Because I'm in, <laughs> I'm in college. I am in college. Okay. And the other one is the elevator, too. Have you, is, is it based on the, is or is it the same story that M. Night Shyamalan? No, the elevator, no. And then the other one that I'm introducing to is Lamb to the Slaughter. Hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay. Man, you're just getting no. real dark. These remind them, huh? me a lot of The Lottery the by Shirley Jackson. Yeah, no, no, it's all. No, I, we do The Lottery already. It so, reminds me a lot yeah. of those. No, so it's all kind of based around The Lottery, too. We, uh -huh. We'll bring that in, in the end. Yeah, but they sound oh. good. I'm a seventh grade reading teacher. Yeah, Lamb to the cool. Slaughter is also the story of what do you do when you're not necessarily happy with your spouse? Hmm. And oh. you don't murder them. Refer back <laughs> well, to the title of do. the book. Maybe you do, and what do you do after you murder them? So, but does anyone yeah. know what really happened to my ex? Mm. <laughs> exactly. I mean, you well, know. it used to thank be you, Marcy. We, thank we, you, Marcy. Thank you. Can we give her a round of applause, please? What about you girls who traveled? You want to come up? Talk? Come on, come talk. Hello. Oh. I just thought it was shades of gray. Oh, I'm sorry. Hi. Um, I'm Kimber. I'm from Lubbock. Hi, Kimber. Hello. Alyssa, I'm a fellow romance. <gasps> Yay! Too. So, what's a good, like, October fall romance that you would like? Well, if you haven't read the one about the monks and the nuns, this is very, <laughs> is, very essential. This is not romantic. <laughs> Have you read the Immortals After Dark series by Cressley Cole? No. First of all, it's like 16 books now, oh, um, but they're all paranormal romance books. And okay. she creates a really cool, immersive world. I reviewed one of them last year for Horror Month. Yep, I remember that. It was Is like... It weird that I remember that because of the... Really? Yeah, I really do because of the paranormal ghost. Like, I'm imagining was, ghosts in love. It was like paranormal and the amazing race combined together. It's the second yes. book in the series. Um, it's really fun. I really recommend that. Okay. I can't think of any other. I don't usually veer towards the paranormal. We make her or, beer. We, or we, horror. We make her beer. But when you do, they have to be in love. <laughs> Sometimes it's interesting, though, to go and at least try something that you haven't. I read some nonfiction tried this year. Before. I did also. I read nonfiction. <laughs> I tried to read a romance. Oh, that was last year, wasn't you it? You tried to read a romance last year. Well, I mean, yeah. it, was it was February, so it was the same year. Because we did. 
No, that was at the end of the No, you read one because remember we did them for February. We did romance novels. Yeah, but those aren't the type of novels that you heard of. She didn't finish it. No, because I did the, the, what was that? Flower. But it is important to try new things. Yeah, that's why I love my book club because I read things that I would never read before off of someone else's recommendation. It's a really good series. We all read the same book. Every, for the month and we take turns picking oh. and then we talk about it. So, what did you pick when it was your turn? Um, this last month, this last year I picked The 12 Lives of Samuel Hawley. Oh, awesome. We haven't it read won that, a Lariat it? Award which is like I think the Texas Librarians Association wow. award. Um, so yeah. Awesome. And I made crab cakes because it was set in New England. So. Oh. What's your favorite <laughs> romance novel that you read this year? Okay, I just finished reading The Hating Game, <gasps> and I really loved it. Yes. I reviewed that she for our last live that. event. It's um, my favorite. And I feel like Catherine Center is not necessarily romance, but I also just read Happiness for Beginners a couple of weeks ago, Ooh, I and it had a little that. romance in it. And it was, but it was also she. It was kind of a journey of self discovery after she went through a divorce and. Um, so then you should read too. Things You Save in a Fire by her. That's going to be my pick for book for my next book club. It was really good awesome. when I get to pick again. Excellent. So. Sounds like you're on a it good track of books. It might actually be a good time to announce that we're going to do a traditional book club. We are. Right. Starting we are. in January. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. You did a great job. The catch is Mike picks all the books. <laughs> no, Are we just going to read holes six <laughs> times? And green eggs and ham. Listen, Full if you don't circle. watch your tone. I do not like that, Sam. I if you don't watch your tone, Go Dog Goes, book number one. <laughs> <laughs> and don't you get me started with uh, Of Mice and Men. Okay? You've <laughs> got to read the Pout Pout I've fish. read that. I'm going to be honest. I'm just taking all of the books I read in high school. Okay? So, that's <laughs> So frightening, Mike. Why? Of Mice and Men was wonderful, and my family lives in Soledad, which is oh. where the book takes place. Mice it's and Men was a pretty good book. And Cannery yeah, Row it was a also. Book. Even okay. though it's really short. Super too. short, yeah. but it was. No, it was super good. short, yeah. It had okay. so many meanings. Okay, so. Sh- can we get off of Steinbeck? <laughs> What's back? wrong with Steinbeck? Can we go back to horror? He makes me sad. <laughs> well, then. He, he makes I everyone mean, sad. Listen, your murdered children make me sad. Okay. They're great. They get there's nothing great sad. about murdered children. You stop it. So anyway. <laughs> anyway, does anybody else have any uh, questions, Wait. concerns, or Hold on, Mike. Does anybody have a good book they've read recently? Jessica? Come talk. But not yet. Second. Martha. Second. What were you saying? I, I was just going to finish my thought. Is Which that okay? Well, okay. finish then my thought. <laughs> what was your thought? My thought was this will be the first time that three book girls will actually have a traditional book club and we're going to start it here in January. So we'll announce what the book is probably at the end of October, beginning of November. So you have plenty of time to read it. And if you want to come back for the show, we're, we'll, we'll do the show live again in January. We I think it's at the end drunk. of January, though. We won't no, be as we're drunk. Definitely not right. Be as drunk. No. Right. 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 <laughs> no guarantees. <laughs> right. I'm not going to commit to that. <laughs> so that was the thought, was that be ready, because that's coming now. Because I had to get that out so I wouldn't forget. Right. And it'll be more like a traditional book club. Where everybody kinda. will read the same book. There right. may be cheese. So. 
I don't think there will be cheese. Why not? Well, Might then you're cheese. an underachiever. Are you going to bring your own cheese? Yes. Okay. It's BYOC. I'm okay with cheese. So Kayla's going to bring the cheese. So and who I'm else bring my from, own our, uh, from our audience tonight would like to recommend a book? Don't be shy. We're all book people, you guys. We really are. If you've read something that you like that you want to share with us, that would be awesome. I really want to hear more from the Historical Fiction Club. Because oh, sheesh. Go because... Because I don't hear a lot about historical fiction. A lot of our like messages and everything about are about like sci-fi and fantasy and thrillers and thrillers. Yeah, we don't get a lot of. I love. like a good historical fiction. So did you know Harry Potter? I need something that happened? forty to sixty year old men are gonna like. Is it really? Yay! Historical fiction. Woo! Uh, I'm, in, I'm in a book club here in Oklahoma City, and um, so I have not been reading a lot of my favorite genre because I've been reading stuff I wouldn't normally read because uh-huh. the book club makes me read things. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> they make me read. <laughs> yeah, it made me read a book called um, American War. If anyone like, it's um, futuristic, um, and it's basically we go into a civil war again, but this time it's about oil. And I would never read that oh. by my on my own. It's super, That's on my shelf. Yeah. Is it really? Yes, it is. Awesome. <laughs> well, I mean, it's very. It was for me a hard read because it was just a, the main character. Like so much happens to her. I think it's I've like read that. Super depressing. I'm pretty sure I've read that. But um, if you like historical fiction, you've probably read The Nightingale by Kristen Hanna. Yes. I have not. Is it good? It is amazing. Um, And her latest book, The Great Alone, uh, which is based in Alaska. Um, And I just met her and she told the backstory of it. She was actually raised in Alaska for part of her childhood. And so that's why she wrote a book in Alaska. But I highly recommend The Great Alone as well. Um, and it's not horror, but it's got uh, violence. <laughs> Lots of violence. I mean, but Saw, it's, it's but same it's concept. about strong women, um, which is what she writes about. Heather from, from yeah. the radio station on The Morning Show, she actually was raised in Alaska also. Right. Really? And she, yeah. And she loves that book. She was yeah. actually going to come on the podcast and right. review it, but then she never I lived there for a very short while, just six months, but... Um, yeah, it's a fabulous book. So anything about that, but um, I'm excited about you guys' book club. So um, awesome. Anyway, well, you should come so, out. Totally yes, come I out. Absolutely. Because you know, anytime that I can get anyone who's like a, stor- a historical fiction person, I'm like so stoked because yes, it is absolutely. I don't my get a lot genre. of. Um, I don't get a lot of questions or comments on my books, <laughs> which I understand because they're like war books and stuff oh, that it. my dad I, would read. Stuff that my dad suggests, actually. Right. Yeah. yeah. but I, lo- I love it. I love historical fiction. But I have brought in my genres because of um, because of book club. It's made me read a whole lot of stuff that I wouldn't normally read. Mm-hmm. And I force myself to finish stuff that I even don't like. But <laughs> Well, one of the well, reasons awesome. that we initially started this podcast is because of the way book book clubs operate and that is they make everybody read the same book well a lot of us are just like geez we just want to read what we're reading and then talk talk about about it it. right Mm -hmm. which is why we started this in the first place so that we could share all the different genres and be able to have but it's harder because you don't get to have those conversations about the deeper meaning of the don't go down. Green eggs and ham. And, what, you know. what were Sam I Am's real motives? 
anyway. Right. Exactly. Oh, I could break down that exactly. book down to the T, I promise you. There's a whole lot of underlying. Well, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's great, good. too, though, because yeah. in our book club, we spend a little bit of time talking about the book we all had to read, and then the book, we everybody brings, you know, suggestions, right. lists, and everything, right. Right. and then I'm sitting there, like, you know, taking Quickly pictures and, you know. putting the Goodreads yes. list. Putting and, the Goodreads, yeah. yes. So, anyway, I'm excited. Cool. What was your name? Uh, Dana. Dana. And I'm local. Yes. Hey, Dana, thank you for coming and out and enjoying FYI, the I love your outfit. Love oh, yeah, Maleficent. Cool. All right. I think we've had way too much beer. And so for that reason, I'm hungry. that's going to do it for three, three but girls. girls. But girls, gir- I'm drunk. <laughs> Can't get enough of three book girls? Join the conversation on Facebook and follow them on Twitter and Instagram. If you really love them, share the podcast with a friend. Three Book Girls, a Steel Trap production.